What is up? Grace, peace, and welcome to Podcast of the Wills. It's Sunday night. It's 8.30. This is what we're doing now. This makes four weeks in a row. Live stream podcast. Hanging out on YouTube. Looking forward to chatting with folks in the live chat. Looking forward to downloading the audio after we get done tonight and putting it up in the podcast feed so that if you aren't here tonight, you'll get to listen to it hopefully this week and catch up. I will say this up front. There's a lot of visuals. It's a fun part of doing this live stream as we get to kind of mix it up with visuals. I hope it'll still be enjoyable for our audio listeners. If you listen to it on audio and you're not sure what's going on, come back to the YouTube link, check out the video. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's Sunday night. It is, um, I'm not allowed, I don't think, to say the name of what's going on because there's all these crazy trademark things. I used to, in my old job, we couldn't say that we were having a you-know-what ball party. Um, it was like the big game, like you'll see that on signs and billboards sometimes. It's a big game party. It's a way the big game's going on. Apparently it's a blowout. I love sports. I don't care about the Super Bowl this year. Not interested. Doesn't do it for me. Just I don't know if it's COVID, the pandemic, quarantine, sports being weird this year. I just wasn't feeling the Super Bowl. So I'm not watching the Super Bowl. Um, but we have more important things to get to tonight. Um, I wrote down on my little show notes, was there some news? There's probably Star Wars news. I can't remember what it is right now, um, but it's not important because we have an amazing guest and we're going to have some fun tonight. We're going to hang out. We're going to talk about um, top seven Star Wars creatures. Uh, that's not a secret. We've kind of led with that all week. Um, I want to talk about my guest for a minute. My guest is my friend, Jerry Cable. I have gotten to meet Jerry over the last you know month or so, listening to his show before that, Jerry is a part of the Beyond the Blast Doors network. Jerry has a podcast called The Bombad Cast with his good friend, Scotty J. Rowe. Scotty's going to be a guest on Podcast of the Will sometime coming up soon. Um, Jerry is often known as the Cannon Junkie. I realized getting ready for this, I don't know exactly why Jerry is known in the Cannon Junkie, so I'm going to get him to tell me at some point as we talk about who Jerry is. Um, he is a man of many, many talents. He does impressions. Sometimes he gets booted off of YouTube for doing, you know, rebel type behavior, crazy things. I got to be a part of that last Thursday night. Um, it's still not available to watch. I've checked a couple of times since Thursday. I don't think that one's coming back. So, Jerry, I'm sorry. Um, but without any further ado, let me bring in my good friend, Jerry Cable. Dude, you're here. I'm here. I was muted for a second. I did a big hey and then realized hey. oh, I didn't press the thing. So, hey, what's up? Yeah, You're Nick, totally thank you for here. having me on, man. It is my pleasure. I'm so excited that you're here. I know we're going to have fun and um, watching your show, watching, you know, the things that you and Scotty do. Y'all are all about fun. Y'all are about keeping it light, having a good time. We're, we're about shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans go, is frankly. the best word for it. It and really is. I, True. I too am a big fan of shenanigans, 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 let's call shenanigans. Off. That's right. right. Let's call the entire thing off. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm going to interrupt you real quick. Um, okay. I have, I have a little bit of breaking news. There is oh. an update. Um, I'm, I've got a reporter. We're going to check in on the game. Oh, oh, look. oh, oh, wow. What's the score? I can't see it. it oh, wow. <laughs> It looks close, whatever that is. It looks close. It's very nothing, close. Very close. My gosh. Like the Nuna Ball Championships. So oh my gosh, everybody so listening to this on audio are totally checked out already. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, not going to be a recurring Wars bit at all. The Star Wars football playing in the... 
the space, the space, uh, the in the space sports bar in Attack of the Clones when they're watching these the little droids playing football. I mean, <laughs> yeah, Mister Odds and Poops himself. Thanks, Mr. thanks, Odds I, and Poops. Yeah. I take it as My- a compliment. <laughs> Frankly. It is a compliment. Yeah. My, Michael's calling you out on your nicknames right off the bat. That's true. That is true. Well, well you know, you, you know what you can say, and I'm, I don't know if you can say it like this. It probably is too close. Maybe I shouldn't say it because it's too close. <laughs> I am an internet YouTube bad boy, though. Apparently, You are a bad boy. Um, yeah. Scotty's A. That was all Scotty. I'll just say that. But I, <laughs> I will take the bad boy persona. Um, but he uh, what was it. I don't know if you've ever seen what we do in the shadows, the t- the TV show or the movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. But they go to what they think is a superb owl party. A superb their, owl party. Superb <laughs> owl. So we're going to pronounce it like, like it. that. So we don't get shut down. Superb. That's right. Owl. We have the space superb owl. Oh, well, it, they keep breaking in. Apparently. Oh the my goodness. Yeah. Changed, this, but it's hard to tell. This is a real, it's a real knockdown drag out. You know, half the, <laughs> when one team's got legs, the other one has like their, their entire <laughs> bottom half is a wheel. Wheels. You know, I mean, that, yeah, that, that bit's not going to last a lot longer. I'll tell you. That's that, just right? probably, <laughs> probably not. But, but you know, I just like, that's not fair. That's cheating. It's like space right. steroids. Just having like your, your entire bottom is a wheel, <laughs> man. Come on. It, yeah, I mean, seriously. It's like in Saturday Night Live in the 90s. You remember they did the sketch, the All Drug Olympics, where they had all the guys coming on? I don't think I on. have seen that one. Oh, oh my oh, gosh, you have that to go sounds find great. That. Fantastic. The guy, he is, in fact, I think it's Kevin <laughs> Nealon. Like, they're just like, you know, everything's like on the table. You can do whatever you want, all the drugs, all the whatever. And Kevin Nealon's in there, like the gray sweatshirt and the red shorts and the headband. He's weightlifting and he bends down and he grabs the bar and he just stands up and his arms stay attached to the bar and there's just blood shooting <laughs> his shoulder. and he doesn't know it because he's just jacked up on everything he's like um, pcp or something or <laughs> yeah it's real that's, weird that's a good reference um real weird all right so jerry i'm so thankful you're here tonight okay. it is a pleasure and an honor <laughs> yeah. to have someone of your caliber a member of a high class podcasting network like the beyond the blast doors network a show of the caliber of the Bombad cast, which I'm going to get you to talk about here in a few caliber. minutes. Caliber. Caliber is an interesting word. High caliber, <laughs> it, like a high caliber potato gun is, the, is what the Bombad cast is. <laughs> We're going to shoot, shoot you right with the potato gun. Yes, yes, exactly. Go ahead, continue, well, we, please. That's fine. We, we have some business to get to to start this off. I've oh. teased this late in the week. This was a little bit of inspiration. I'm going to tell you where this inspiration came from. Um. There have been several nights when I've jumped in on the Force Connect shows with some of your other BTBD friends and co-hosts and co-show havers, as I will call them. Um, <laughs> I like to call that show Drinking Star Wars because it's Friday night. It's time to get some drinks. It is a little bit weird. Check out on a Friday night. And on several occasions, I have noticed that my friend Jerry tends to tends to divert himself towards gin. Gin tends to be a drink of choice, and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm totally <laughs> fine with gin. I'm not alcohol of all kinds. It's fine. But as I was thinking about this show, thinking about you coming on tonight, I thought, I'm going to do something crazy. And it was inspired partially by you and partially by Stanley Tucci. And so if I can oh. line the two of you up, I, I don't know I if you've would seen. Be honored. I would be honored if you would line the two of us up, actually. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen, but over the course of quarantine, maybe even later in the summer this fall, Stanley Tucci has put out, I think they're Instagram videos. And it's basically him in his really fancy kitchen in his house, wherever he lives, 
making cocktails and it's Stanley Tucci and like a blazer. There's probably some fancy music on the background. Very high class, very sophisticated. Sounds amazing. The and opposite of this. <laughs> hey, we're doing the best we can, my friend, you and me both. Hey, hey, hell yeah, man. Yeah, that's right. So I've decided I want to be the Stanley Tucci of Star Wars podcasts. And so we're going to have a cocktail tonight. And I have come up with a cocktail and it's named after you. And this cocktail, Woo! as I have decided to name it, is Jerry Juice. And, you know, it has. And here's why here's why that clicks for me. You're a prequels guy. That's part of y'all's brand. Yeah. Jerry juice to me is very Jawa juice. Like it's very adjacent. I can see it that. Works. Jawa juice adjacent. Yeah. 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 Jerry, Jerry juice, Jawa juice. So we're going to make a Jerry juice tonight. And I've got all my stuff here. I think you have stuff ready as well. I do. Um, I do have stuff. I prepped yes, you ahead of time. The first thing that, oh, I got to get the camera right. First thing that's important. Vintage Star Wars. Glassware yes. makes it yes. makes it even better. So I've got I, I my. I had glass. to make sure I got I got my I had to make sure I got my uh, right. job of the hut. That's right. We're, we're not we're sure. not matching. We've got different ones. So no, I've got yes. a little bit. Uh oh, it's frozen up. I've got some ice here. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the ice. That's right. I brought the ice. First key component. I'm gonna put the recipe up on the screen because I went crazy with Streamyard overlays later this week. Um, <laughs> Who are you, right. Scott Jero? <laughs> That's right. We, we have gin. We're gonna come this way. Gin. First, first uh, key, most important ingredient. Gin. So we're gonna we're gonna get our gin on. Some people use a shot glass. I just pour it because let's not be crazy. Let's so you just get your gin you do in what there. you do. How much did All you right. put in there? Is that is that too much? I think, I think we're good. I think we're. I think we're right yep, in the neighborhood yep, we're there. About there. You go right about right. to the to the top of that little Burger King line. That's right, there. right across the top yeah, of the Burger King perfect. logo. Right. Perfect for next up. cocktails. Next up, and I put mine in a mason jar because I live in Alabama, and that's kind of on brand for Alabama. Some Crystal yeah. Light lemonade. We're saving calories here, Jerry. This is a very okay. effective cocktail. So I'm going to put, you know, a splash, get ooh, I'm going to pour it on my ooh, ooh. computer. Ooh, there we go. So we got some crystal I have powdered lemonade. lemonade. <laughs> hey, that's okay. That's okay. You, we're both going to get there. So you add your crystal light lemonade. I'm going to add my We need some like <laughs> that's like right. some fancy some, music or something. Some, some jazz in the background. So Jerry's my Jerry's get the lemonade in. in. The sun. There we go. All right. So give I I don't need a spoon. We'll just give it a little shake. And then for go. me to top it off, I have some tangerine LaCroix. Oh, I don't typically drink LaCroix. My wife does. Some of my children do. But for what we need is a little citrusy seltzer to top off our drink. Ooh. Give a little bubble. See, I, I have just a little bit of a plain LaCroix here, Ooh. but right. Either way, you got your seltzer. And I have in my cup. Because I had to test this out earlier to make sure that you know I wasn't poisoning people. Um, I do have a lime wedge. I have Ooh. some other lime wedges that are across the room in the refrigerator that I forgot to bring over here. So we're going to stick with the lime we already have. And I'm yes. going to raise my glass in cheers to you, Jerry Cable, with a cheers. glass of Jerry juice. Cheers. Cheers, Nick. Cheers. Like, like there, there you go. There's Leia right there on the front. Mm -hmm. You know, and her, her, That's right. her glory. There you go. There you go. We'll and be, little, and because I spent. Some because I spent some quality time on this. If anybody needs to know, here we go. Jerry juice right a here. A bunch of gin. That's Add my a bunch favorite of part of the recipe. Pouring some <laughs> crystal light lemonade, a splash of citrus seltzer, lime if you're feeling extra, as my kids would say. 
repeat <laughs> as needed. So I'm going to add just a bit more gin because I don't think hey. I got the right amount of bunch. It's so. going to vary. Results may vary. So it's true. That's yeah. cherry juice. Yeah. And I wanted to do that tonight. I wanted to do that as a special part of bringing you on the show. That's great. You know, it's light. It's simple. And again, LaCroix and Crystal Light. There's no calories here. This is basically like a diet. We're doing our bodies exactly. a favor. We're, we're on the diet. You know what? And I just now realized I have lime twisted gin. So we are oh, good. See? We're You're good. Ready. You're totally ready. Yeah. See, I won't put the, I don't want to put the, you know, the, I want to get in trouble because I'm such a bad boy, you know? Like, <laughs> uh oh. Since Michael's, it is the Michael's season at it of ready. The, my results may Jerry. Results oh. may Jerry. Yeah. There we go. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Michael. No worries. No worries. That's oh. cool. And Pete's really in. Pete, Pete thinks this is amazing. So we're heading in a good direction right Peter! now. Peter! So. That's right. Welcome, Peter. If, if, yes. If we need to Being fancy bring in tonight. some Jerry juice for Pete, you know, we can mail him some to New Jersey if we have to. <laughs> It will happen. I honestly, I'm going to start making this all the time. And Nick, it, so I'm the first person you're making a cocktail for. You're the, the you're the first and only podcast of the wills cocktail Woo. recipient. I uh, do, do I do a speech or something? Like, like it, you know, it's like, your world. It's your world, kid. Um, right here for you. <laughs> I'd like to uh, thank uh, most of all God um, <laughs> for allowing gin to be a thing. Um, and just uh, George for uh, the Star Wars glass. So thank you. That's right. And that's well, it. That's well done, it. George and Mr. Burger King. Dude. I mean, dude. We got to figure out me and Scott. You're trying to do the, we're trying to figure out the dude. The, the Rick like, McCallum uh, dude. The Rick McCallum salute. Dense. It's I want fabulous. it to be dense. <laughs> I love so you it. You got to take it's a totally sip great. out of a coffee cup. You got to take a sip out of a coffee cup and go dense. Dense. That's it. Dense. And see, if you don't watch the beginning documentary, you don't even care about any of this. Absolutely. I want to shout out Framie. Franny. Framie's in the chat. Frank and Amy. I want to especially shout out to Frank. I don't know if you saw this on Twitter earlier this week or late this end of this last week. Frank has been sick. He has been in the hospital. Yes. Um, he I has gone that. through some medical stuff. So I am so glad to see you on tonight, hanging out with us. We've missed you. Same here. Um, Same in fact, here. I sent him a message and just said, you know, we hadn't seen him in the live chats in some of you guys' shows lately. And, you know, I'm so glad that you're doing better. And we're so glad that y'all are here hanging out with us tonight. So Absolutely. we're going to keep moving. Love you guys. Glad to see all of our friends. I'm so thankful. Honestly, and I say this every week, my thanks always goes out to you guys and Josh and Andy and David and Pete and all the folks on the Beyond the Blast Doors Network because y'all have created such a great community that I get to just hang out in and be a part of as a patron, as a listener, as somebody who follows all your shows. And then to be able to do my show and to have some of y'all's folks come hang out with me on a Sunday night is truly an honor. And to have y'all as guests. I mean, so I love this community that y'all have built and that we all oh. get to be a part of. I mean, honestly, we're just a bunch of mainly white men. Uh, screaming on the internet about nonsense. And then then luckily we have Arzu and uh, many, many other people who That's come right. in. And Arzu and Raven and Shannon kind of help level make us, out They make bit. us look smarter than we are and stuff, which is the truth. Um, but uh, you know what? No, no, no. It's honestly the, the, the community isn't there without all the people in the live chat, you know, over down here, down here because we're on YouTube. Um, but I was saying, Nick, you you just feel like a, a co-host on there because you are like you. They bring you on the, the, like this Friday. They brought me on um, 
the the Force Connect Friday or drink Star what would you call <laughs> drinking it? Star Wars <laughs> drinking Star Wars um and they just left me on for the rest of the time I, I was like what am I who am I Nick Milky like what are you <laughs> like gonna bring me on just to like you know Gosh and Pete when they can I love you Pete I'm just kidding I'm just kidding um but anyway <laughs> no, it's I'm always, such an I'm honor always lucky seriously to, get to hang out uh, same here man I'm seriously such an honor to come on here and and I've never been on a show. Or anything. I've never had anyone say, "I made this drink thinking of you," and this is this is named after you. And, and, so. we're, and we're not going to get into how weird that might seem on the surface. We're going to just go with, "Hey, it's a drink for no, a no, cool no, no, guy. no." Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, 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 no. You know, see, there's <laughs> nothing. Yeah, no weirdness here, except for all the weirdness that's about to transpire. So. Well, that's right. Well, speaking of weird, here's what I want to know. As okay. we, as we get to know Jerry a little bit, as my listeners, the folks that listen to Podcast of the Wheels and have for Gosh, I think we started Podcast of the Wheels in 2018, so we're working on like four years oh. now, which is crazy. Nice, um, nice, man. But no, that's not the right math. Maybe three years. Sorry. Math isn't the, the way to go. Three years, whatever. We've been around for it's a minute. We've way. got some friends that listen. Um, and so for those of our listeners that don't know who Jerry is, who don't know the Canon Junkie, um, I would love for you to tell me, and then I'm just going to let you talk for a little bit. Um, tell me your that's Star Wars. you know, kind that's of a dangerous origin. thing. Origin story. I know that you're about 10 years younger than me. So we come from a little bit different perspective on Star Wars on certain fronts. Not a lot of them, but a few. I know, especially you're, you know, a prequels guy. We kind of hit the prequels at different times. I think that's a big right. focus that comes up a lot in conversations. Um, so I want to hear about your Star Wars origin story, you know, just kind of you and Star Wars in general. And then I really want okay. you to tell us more about the Bombad cast, how that got started, you and Scotty. Um, so, Please take the floor while I take another sip of my Jerry juice and tell us about Jerry. All right. Well, I think I'm going to need a sip of Jerry juice to tell this story. So, oh my goodness. But um, gosh, so I've, I've kind of, Star Wars has been one of those things that just kind of always existed in my life. Like I remember, I think the earliest memories I have of Star Wars are these two. And it is, I was really little staying at my aunt and uncle's house and the, lightsaber duel on Bespin from Empire Strikes Back is on the TV somewhere. And my cousin Joey, who was like big into Star Wars, he, he's the one who kind of started getting me more into it and everything. Like, hey, you should get into this and all that. Um, uh, he is, he, he, honestly, he might be uh, about your age, if not a little older, actually, uh, a couple years older than you. But he was like right at where I was a little, little kid, right? Mm -hmm. And he was like a teenager and stuff. So maybe sure. he is a few years – he's a few years older than you and stuff because okay. you would have been like, I think uh, – anyway, all that to say. Um, but I remember seeing that and going like, that is kind of cool. I was a big uh, – I don't know if you remember uh, – what's the name of this? What's the name of that show? It was an old Hanna-Barbera cartoon that they played in the 90s a lot. Uh, it was Thundar the Barbarian. He had the sun sword. <laughs> And I knew of this before I knew, I, before I was big into lightsabers, okay? Mm -hmm. So that was kind of my thing. I had like an old plastic sword where the top had broken off. But I was like, it's cool. It's a sun sword now, you know? I was just, like the flames yeah. will come out and all that. And my cousin, I remember him telling me, lightsabers are like sun swords, but better. And I did not believe him until like <laughs> a couple of years down the road. But then another time I remember, I, I, both of my memories are from, Empire Strikes Back being on TV or something around me. Okay. I, I just, that's just all I remember. But uh, there was another time we were over at my grandmother's house 
and, and uh, the cousins and aunts and uncles and all, are all over there. If, I, if I'm remembering correctly, and I think my parents could be watching tonight. Um, my mom was asking me what time to start. So again, like, hey, mom, nice. um, <laughs> I'm apparently I'm an alcoholic who really likes gin. So you can go ahead and cry about that if you want. Rep um, his reputation precedes him. Sorry, mom. Yes, yes, yes. That's a. Uh, they knew I like gin so much, mother. They made a drink after me. No, I'm just. I told her. I've told them that already. But um, I believe it was the it was Yoda on Dagobah with Luke. But it was just I don't remember exactly what scene. But I remember being a little creeped out <laughs> by Yoda <laughs> at the time because you know mm -hmm. I was. I was a uh, fragile child, as some might say, <laughs> for a bit. But but just after that, I remember like slowly getting more into it. Like the Bendums came out, you know, like the mm -hmm. bendable action figures and stuff before uh, Hasbro started Power of the Force Two, which to me was just Power of the Force One because I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything that had come before. But so you had the action figures, the little bendable things starting to come out. Then you had. Uh, the release right before, I think it was the year before it goes to um, or the special editions came out. They released the Faces box set, right? Mm -hmm. We've got both of those. I should have brought those down. I've nice. got both of those box sets like upstairs right now, um, getting ready to be packed away, honestly. Yeah, I'm, you guys know I'm kind of in the process of moving right now, but um, it is, uh, I remember watching those things over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. And I actually fast forwarded through the Leonard Malton, you know, <laughs> interviews at the beginning. <laughs> I was like, I was a kid. Right. And I was like, let's get to the star Wars. Let's get to the, That's let's right. get to the good stuff. And the laser swords. So I, right. So I start again, I'm a big proponent for, you know, I think people sometimes think I'm younger than I am. I, I was born in 87. So it is like, we're, yeah. we're about like, I think nine years apart. Yeah. I was born in 78. So we're right at nine years. Yeah. Old. Yeah, yeah. But um, my mom, the math teacher, did that math for me today because she was asking about what <laughs> show I was going on. Like, thank you. Thank you. Who is, you know, who is this internet stranger that you're going to hang out with? I, like, yeah. Can Classic I call mom his mom question. and see if he's okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, Can we right, get right. clearance on this? Don't don't give him your social or anything. <laughs> you know, hey, mom, mom, it's not that kind of thing. Um, but I, uh, uh, oh, goodness. So Okay, so I think a lot of people think, though, that if you're born after a certain time, you only remember the special editions or whatever. That's not true because I grew up with those old ones, but then loved the special editions. Whereas you got, and I'll let Scotty explain it, but we're kind of, it's kind of weird how we're the other side of the coin. He's much, he's much younger than both of us. Right. Uh, mid twenties. And he uh, refuses to watch the special editions. He's only ever watched. He never watched the 1997 the the original special editions, mm -hmm. which I call the definitive editions, like the ones right. with like uh, I call him Michael Chiklis Jabba and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. You know, it's like yes. he looks, he looks like he's he's he looks like a gangster from mm -hmm. like he looks like he should be an extra on The Sopranos, but um, yeah, made out of play doh though, like electronic play doh. <laughs> but you know, there's there's charm to all of that for me, and and you know, back in the day, I didn't think of it. I was excited because. I was alive in that time when, hey, all the movies are releasing. My parents were into it before me too, right? Mm -hmm. They're not as diehard as I am because they're not podcasting and YouTubing in their spare time. I am. But they they loved it. They kind of got me into it, and then I took it full on. So they were like, we're going to take you to see every one of those things that are re-released in theaters. So I got to see them That's all, so awesome. every special edition. As soon as it came out, we went to watch it. And I mm – -hmm. It was the best. It was the just the such a great time, right? I don't know if you remember oh, that yeah. time and everything. Yeah, yeah. Was, oh yeah. 
so fun, you know, and like, uh, I believe it was Taco Bell at the time had special edition toys. And so mm-hmm. they had like, I still had some, I had some of these things for years, man. And I mean, just like, I still have that. I think it's like that. Uh, you're going to pull out the, the I'm Yoda. Lo- I'm looking for it. It's over. Is it the I Yoda? Darth Vader? Hang on. I have one de- somewhere still. I still have it. It's my original one. I did not break it apart to see how it worked because I figured it out. Um, yes. There it is. You know, smart. We've got, we've got, smart. We've got Vader over here. We've got Yoda over here. Ooh, it's magic. Yeah, I've, it's I've, magic of the force. It is the magic of the force. I've got almost the whole set. I'm only missing one piece, I think, oh, thanks to some some friends. See, you remember you had this one, the cube, the puzzle cube. That's that, the one I was that was my favorite one. And yeah, that's got flips a and rotates. Of, oh, that's got the best picture of Scotty's favorite scene in all of the special editions. The Jabba and Han Solo scene from A New Hope. About, you, oh, yep, here you, it is. I'm about to find if it. If you Hold watch on. or listen to the Bob Badcast, you know I am being completely facetious because he <laughs> He hates that scene with a passion. If you follow us on Twitter, we have like little, we'll start little fake. They're half fake. We're like, we do like wrestling Twitter feuds, you know, like where we're like. Oh, here it is. Oh, here it is. Okay. <laughs> it, it, took me a minute. it took me a minute to figure out how to get it there. Go big screen, go big screen for you, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I got to see this thing. You're like, you're like a little tiny for me. Oh, oh man. All right. Oh, oh, no, Hold not on. you. Oh, hi, everybody. Oh. <laughs> I don't know how to run oh, this thing. Oh my goodness! It is. Gl- I can see it though because it's like oh, that it. shot of there, there it is. is there okay. it is. Look at that! It's like Han with his finger in Jabba's chest. I think that was my favorite actually of the things in there because when I was a kid, that looked that looked great. I'm sorry, that looked like it was Lucasfilm. That looked amazing back in the day. We're like that's Jabba the Hutt with Han Solo, and, and here's like there's why I had Fett. And here's why I had a problem with that scene. I'm, and I, I find there's a middle ground for, I, I love, right. I have on a zip drive, the unspecialized editions um, that every now right. and then when it takes the effort to like hook it up to a computer and watch it and whatever, the ones that I grew up with, you know, I right. love those. I love the unspecialized oh, yeah. editions. Like when the lightsabers, when they're on the Death Star and they turn at just that right angle and all you see is the light pole, like the end of I it. I love that. So they still have a little <laughs> bit of that. They still, have, yes. they do, that's the thing is they didn't go back and like, beef that stuff up george just was like i want to put this right here okay well and even for me like even as a high school kid or high school early college when the special editions came out 97 i guess so yeah i was in i was going to college um you know i was already at that point into like the fixes that they did that really excited me were like the cockpit on hoth when they're in the speeder and eliminating right. the the bleed through that they couldn't fix in the seventies, you yeah. know, or the eighties, you know, all the little things like that. But the biggest problem, maybe out of the whole, you know, the biggest problem in the special editions is that Java scene. Han walking around, stepping on his tail and poking him in the chest with his finger wow, in that wow, scene. Wow. Like that. <laughs> for as big and bad as Jabba the Hutt was, and that we were told our entire life, that was the one thing that didn't like Han Solo's a badass. And there's no question right. about it. But he wasn't so bad that he got to step on Jabba's tail and poke him in the chest. I didn't have a problem right. with the fact that Jabba was there. <laughs> I had an issue with like the very casual nature of that relationship. Like, listen here, pal. Like <laughs> that was what got me even as a high, late high school, early college kid. Right. There wasn't a See- fear in Han Solo. That then there was later with you know being hunted and the bounty right. that was on him and everything else. Well- I get that. And I could also, okay, see, 
I can sit and argue the merits of every special edition <laughs> sequence all night, all night. I honestly, I think that they they with Solo, they set that just says what Han wants to say, no matter who he's talking to. Because right. look at how he talks to Lady. Yes. Ah, come on, you know, mm -hmm. right? yeah, it's mm -hmm. the same. It's like the right. you're a wonderful human being, which is Scotty's <laughs> least favorite line in any Star Wars film. Uh, which I'm like, it's that's. I think that's funny. I think that's really funny. But um, you know, and, and, I, and I think I'm in a in a mode. I, that I understand I could what be you're persuaded saying, depending on the day, because I, it is we'll that see, is Han okay. Solo. He yeah. he has zero f to give. He's Han Solo. He's and like, th and that's why he survives time. because he gets the job done, right? But he like he's right. like, yes, I do. Every time, every time, and job is like, on my bookie, on my boy. <laughs> yeah, you know he's still he he's kind of like a little bit like I don't know it, the, the tail thing is really over the top, and it still looks pretty bad. Right. Like I I want them to go and redo all the I want to do I want a new special edition <laughs> of all of the films. That's right. Throughout, well, and that's like, I want a re-release. That, that's appropriate because Framie asked a minute ago, isn't it time for special editions of the special editions? The last time they messed with them was right when George sold them. And that's why we've got McClunky now. Which, McClunky. <laughs> thank the maker. I love that so much. Which existed before that, right? Because Hatiz was the language before that right. ish. Um, Sebulba says it. We've got a shirt actually on our, I think we've only sold one because I just bought it <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> Finally getting some money, and it's our a T-shirt on our T public that is got Sebulba, my fave, mm -hmm. and it says McClunky Classic and stuff. So there you go. If you want to check out our T public store, that's right. We show some love for McClunky Classic. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There for you go. Sure. Pimping it out. So, pimping it out. So you came up in the special. I mean, you came up before the special editions, but probably kind of hit your prime with Star Wars with the special editions as those are coming out oh, as yeah. a 10, 11 year old like. That just yes. you know sweet spot. Yeah, well, and I mean, I was honestly I was twelve when the Phantom Menace came out in ninety nine, so it was a couple years younger. But from like the time that the special editions came out to Phantom Menace, it was I was all in. I was done. Like right. I like I loved it. I was watching the movies over and over and over again. But after seeing them in the theater on the big screen, it like it finally just like clicked, and I was like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do with the rest of my life is obsessively love these things, right? You know, I mean, I think all of us kind of had that moment where we were like, I think I love this more than I love, like, any other piece of pop culture of all time. Like, there's just something about it, you know? And, um, but yeah, so I, I like to say I was in the George Lucas sweet spot of 12 years old, right? Whenever, which mm -hmm. sounds, people turn it weird and stuff, but it's not, mm -hmm. no. He I'm said, he's like, I made, I made this for 12-year-olds. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. To a room full of, like, 30, 40, 50-year-old men exactly. and women. Men, women, and shit, like who were all just like, I've got Star Wars bed sheets I sleep on right now. You know, like there's happy couples who sleep on like Star Wars bed sheets and stuff. I mean, just like all you got to do is look out the window, you find them, right? <laughs> They're there. You just got to find they them. They are there. You got to look. You well, you don't look into their bedrooms because that's probably well. That's true. And I, and I'll say this. I'll throw a little shout out this morning. Um, I teach, of course, with pandemic, everything's weird and different. Um, on Sunday mornings, I teach an adult Sunday school class for the Episcopal Church that we go to. Oh, and nice. So, and, I, and I do it from this same seat right here. It's on Zoom. And I've got all my, what my wife calls the Star Wars hole. Um, <laughs> I have all. So doing a Zoom meeting, you know, teaching Sunday school behind. Well, we had a new 
person show up in our Sunday school class this morning. Super nice guy, Dennis. Shout out to Dennis in case he's hanging out tonight. I invited him. Um, hey, Dennis. And after it was over with, he sent me a message on Facebook and he just said, hey, I'm so glad I came today. We're new to the church. Um you know, also, I loved your Star Wars background. I could talk Star Wars for hours. <laughs> and I was like, got it. So, I know, it's so like, I wrote, got one. Yeah, <laughs> and so I wrote him back and I was like, it's funny you should mention that. I said, I could too and do on a regular basis, Sunday nights, all the other. And so they're out there. All of us are out there. We're all out there, the people that grew up with Star Wars. Yeah. Some of us older ones, I'm including myself in that because I feel old. But, um, I'm just 33, but still, you know, um, a lot of like older people, like, I, I mean, when I grew up, it was still like you, you being like a big fan of Star Wars wasn't like really that cool, Like you couldn't be as open about it as you can now. Right. Like now people are like, oh, that's cool. You're passionate about something. Like back then it was like, I'm going to give you a wedgie and shove your head in the toilet. If I find mm -hmm. out that you own a Princess Leia action figure, you know, and it's Absolutely. like, it, yeah. So I think we're, we're used to like. Some of us of the older generation that grew up in like the 80s and 90s are like, I can't really talk about this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, no. Well, people are going to think I'm weird. That's right. Well, and it's the gift of the Internet, which is um, being able to reach out and connect. And, you know, yeah, absolutely. You know, Mr. Rez says it right here. There's more of us. We're out there. We just have to connect with each other. Uh, as Frankie says, Rez. we are everywhere. We're out here. Star Wars people of all stripes. And I love I love that conversation too. We're not going to go down that path, but the different doors and windows into star Wars, everybody got there a different way. Everybody has a different story. And that's, what's Absolutely. great about it is that's how it's designed. Um, so tell me a little bit about, tell us about bomb cast. Tell us how that came together. A okay. little bit about what y'all do, Scotty. And you know, I, I can't describe your show. And you said that Thursday night when I was actually on with you guys, you know, the three things that everybody <laughs> says about, but tell us how it started, what y'all do. All of that. Well, okay. So, um, you, you know, you're men you mentioned earlier you wondered why I, I was – I'm the canon junkie. Yes. Um, the answer to that is because I named myself that. <laughs> um, honestly, I was not given that moniker. That moniker, I made that and took it on myself because I started YouTubing, uh, I think, right after – right before and right after Last Jedi came yeah. out. Um, really after Last Jedi, and I was kind of like, I listened religiously to podcasts, right? Like all Star Wars Explained, I watched Star Wars Explained, I watched Hello Greedo. Um, I listened to Jedi Council, Collider Jedi Council for a while um, until it got, eh. and then, um, you know, like Force Center and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Like all these like amazing, amazing pods and stuff just, and and there was sometimes I would I would find others and I would go to those. And sometimes I would listen. I every one of us had this moment. Where we're like, I could do this. I could do that. Right. Everyone has <laughs> yes. this moment. We're like, and where we're yelling, like it's pronounced Joe Yowza, not Jew Yuzaza or something, you know, like every one mm -hmm. of us has that moment. And then that's why we're sitting here tonight. Yes. And every one of us has had those moments where we can't remember what something is called under the lights and stuff. And we probably have hundreds of people yelling at us. Because yes. when I named myself Cannon Junkie, I was like, I know all this stuff. You know, I, I'm the <laughs> Cannon Junkie. And it was right after Disney bought everything. So I was like, you know, I'm a junkie of that. Can I'm going to get in right. on the Cannon. I didn't. I, I got into other little pieces of Star Wars, of course, when I was a kid. But I wasn't a strong reader. 
um, surprisingly. And, um, you know, I wasn't, you know, I, I just, I, I didn't have a comic shop nearby. Um, I played the video games, played like Terrace Cossie and stuff like that. Yes. So, you know, oh I got gosh, into stuff like that. Dude, the Terrace Cossie reference in Solo just <laughs> made my entire existence like yes. relevant. Um, but I, I just, I decided, you know, I want to be the canon junkie. I'm going to read everything I can right now and I'm going to get into mm -hmm. it and everything. And I was, I mean, I was starting to listen to books before it all came out uh, that were just on YouTube. <laughs> Right. Cause I'm a YouTube bad boy, you know, like <laughs> the bad boy of the YouTube, bad boy of the YouTubes. Um, but so, so that was basically, so I did like my own thing on YouTube. Then I made, I made, there are still Canon junkie buttons. I have still hundreds of them because no one knew who the heck I was whenever I went to celebration Chicago. Right. Which I mean, yes. when I go a few hundred of you nerds are going to know who I am. And so <laughs> like, yay, here we are together. You know, then it'll be like, and everyone else would be like, why are you guys like blocking? We're trying to get to the booth where they have the old Phantom Menace cups. Come on, <laughs> That's right. Come on. The way. I but, need those Taco uh, Bell cup toppers. Right. Right. But, uh, you know, I did those videos for a while and it was very few and far between. I was not consistent at all. I was brand new to it. My videos were like the size of someone who's trying to yell about how bad the, the Last Jedi is. Like 15, 20 minutes because you're trying to figure out how to do it. But somehow their videos never get shorter. They only get longer. <laughs> so I figured <laughs> podcasting is what I should get into. But I went and I met my buddy, Scotty Jero, who we knew of each other on Twitter and stuff. I know we both followed the Resistance broadcast and uh, we knew of each other and all that kind of stuff. So we were like, you know, oh, hey, I know who he is and stuff, you know, and like they would always show Scotty. Scotty would always like do the punch it videos, <laughs> you know, with them. They would always okay. put it on there. And so I knew who Scotty was. I remember thinking like, right. this guy thinks he's all that, a bag of chit. No, I'm just kidding. I love you, love you, Scotty. Um, <laughs> but I met him and his and his lovely, lovely girlfriend, Katie. And oh my gosh, they're just the best people in the world. So I went to Celebration alone, okay, in Chicago. Because okay. it, it was two okay. hours away from my house. Right. Um, and here I am in the biggest city I've ever been in on my own going to this thing. And the first day I meet Scotty and Katie. And then the next day they catch me as I'm like waiting in this big long line again. And they're like, Hey, you want to come hang with us? Come on, come on. Like, sure. And so we go. And then that is the day they released the episode nine trailer, which is where our video, that was the first day me and Scotty hung out full okay. on full day. Me, Scotty and Katie, the video that our viral video for viral sensation, Scotty Jerry, you know, if, if you've seen our yes. 6 yes. million, however many of you, when you Google Rise of Skywalker trailer reaction, it's Scotty. It's, it's our Scotty. video. And yes, my shoulders, I'm the SpongeBob in there, like in the Krusty Krab <laughs> commercial. Like, look, uh, Gary, there I am. And like, he's <laughs> I, I, he's grabbing my shoulders and everything. I remember like thinking, I don't know really who this guy is, but man, do I love him. I don't even care that he's like shaking <laughs> me matter. like a baby. Like a baby he doesn't like or something. That sounds really terrible. <laughs> but say, careful. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I got to be careful, well, you know, bad boy. Um, but it's it's the the rest really is that they say is is history. Uh, a couple months later, I was like, I really want to start a podcast, and I messaged Scotty, and I was like, Do you want to do this? And it just like from there, we're like, What are we gonna call it? And I was like, What we're like, well, What about Bombad Cast and stuff? Just like it was just a name, you know. Mm -hmm. We're like trying to think of something that no one else was called because there's 
as many Star Wars <laughs> podcasts as there are snowflakes outside of my house right now. Yes, and there um, they're all unique and also the same at the same time. Well, and that um, brings up, if I can cut you off for one quick second, uh, go we have for a great it. question but from Framey. In fact, get you some Jerry juice. I'm going to read this question. Uh, Framey put up a great question. Here's a question for both of you. How did you come up with your formats? How did you find untrodden ground that allowed your shows to be so unique? I'll take that first. Give you another second to, you know, to pause. Um, Get more Jerry it's juice. a fabulous question. And kind of like music as somebody who's played in bands at different times in my life, like there's only so many chords. There's only so many, you know, eventually all the songs you play or write sound like other songs that you love. And you're going, crap, this sounds too much like Pearl Jam. This sounds too much <laughs> like, you know, STP. This sounds too much like whatever it is. For me, when we started our podcast, my Steve, who isn't with us anymore right now, he's kind of on a, a hiatus. Steve's going to be back at some point. But when we started this podcast, we were at a Christmas party and we were hanging out and we both knew how much we love Star Wars and we were talking about it and we were just did the same thing. We're like, we should do a podcast. And Steve's wife was there and she was like, who would listen to that? And our honest answer was, I don't care. Like if it gives us a chance <laughs> to talk about Star Wars, yes, it doesn't matter who listens. Like we're doing it for us. Like it gave us a chance to hang out, talk to each other. I put up a, weeks ago on Twitter the very first episode of podcast of the wheels that I recorded, I recorded with a microphone from the video game rock band because it oh, had a USB plug in it. And so I could plug that incredible. USB plug into my computer and I held it in my hand and we recorded our first episode. But what we tried to figure out was that's even amazing. three years ago, there were 70,000 different star Wars podcasts. One of the first ones that I listened to was star Wars minute. I love those guys. I love what they do. That format. Oh, so yeah. unique, so specific. And so right away, that was the question I had, you know, besides the fact that I wanted to do it to talk to my friend about Star Wars, being self-aware enough, I'm going, who's going to give a crap to listen to what I'm talking about? <laughs> what do we do that's not? Here's news and here's this and here's that, you know, other something else. And so for us, Steve's a preacher. I worked in churches for a bunch of years. We're both people of faith, but we're also both you know, just dudes who love Star Wars. And so we said, Big nerds. Podca podcast of the wills, book of the wills, uh, or journal of the wills. I'm sorry. What if we did our podcast like it was a Bible study, but instead of it being the Bible, the Bible was Star Wars. Like, you know, let's do something different. Let's break them down into, I love that. You know, break, break the movies down into categories. Let's talk about heroism and what does Star Wars tell us about heroism? What does it teach us about death? What does it teach us about sacrifice? So that was our first original run. And then we did, you know, two hour trailer reviews of a minute and 30 second movie trailer, like everybody else has done. Just crazy stuff. Um, Mandalorian coming along was, stuff. you know, yeah. Mandalorian coming along was eight weeks of guaranteed content because every week we did a recap episode. And so when season two ended, I was like, what are we going to do now? And, you know, Steve <laughs> has been really busy and had to step away. And so that allowed me to kind of transition to this live format. But also it's about the personalities and the people you can connect with as much as anything else. That to right. me, what makes it listenable. So for us, it was just thinking about what do we know? Like, what is my lane? What is something that I can relate it to, you know, try to be different, but there's always going to be overlap. There's always going to be. Um, I texted Pete a bunch of times, probably annoyed him when I was getting ready to start doing live streams to say, look, 
I don't want it to sound like I'm copying you guys, but like what I see that y'all do is awesome. I love the engagement. <laughs> it makes the show better when you can take a question, when you can have people hanging out yeah. and chatting along with it, it adds to the show. So I didn't want Absolutely. it to seem like, you know, I'm trying to just, you know, mimic what y'all are doing, but it's a good, it's a good format. It's fun. It's community. Right. And that's what it's all about is connecting. So for me to frame his question, we just kind of tried the best we could. We may or may not have done it without being completely unique, but y'all have a unique angle. Y'all are very prequels focused. Y'all are very, you know, that that's an angle for you guys. Talk about that. Right. Well, and, and you know, I mean, we, we focus a little bit more on the prequels now. Um, but I mean, back in the day, we kind of were just, honestly, the Bombad cast, we kind of talked about what we wanted to talk about. We, we did a little bit. We started out, if you listen to the first few episodes, we, we'll talk a little bit about news. You know, we used to do the Jar Jar fact of, or the, yeah, the Jar Jar fact of the week <laughs> or Jar Jar, uh, the Bombad fact, Bombad fact okay. um, of the week or whatever. And um we we ran out of those fairly quickly. I mean, it took us a whole year almost. But we did bring some bomb bad facts back. Honestly, I don't know. Um, it's time. But somehow, it maybe, bomb bad facts have returned. Uh, somehow, oh my gosh, it writes itself. But what you said about the personalities—it really is. That's what makes any show unique: is it's different people and different perspectives. That's why it's not a bad thing that there's so many shows. There needs to be different perspectives. There needs to be this perspective of people of faith talking about Star Wars for what it means to them, right? There needs to be the podcast with all women or something or women of color yeah, or, absolutely. you know, LGBTQ people, like what it means to them. We need to hear what it means to to everyone because that's part of what George made Star Wars to be. I'm getting on like a, I'm preaching well, a little bit. And now. that's where Star Wars came from. Like, you know, for us talking about, yeah. the, you know, it started out as this whole, like, we're going to take the whole faith thing and shift it to Star Wars. But like half of the mythology in Star Wars comes from Buddhism and Christianity and yeah. the hero's journey and Joseph Campbell. Like that's baked into it automatically. And we all have different versions of that. And if you don't have any of that, and you still love Star Wars? Awesome. Hang out. Like that's not it, well, that's it's, what it, it is. that could that could be your only uh spiritual guidance, right? Is, is And that's awesome too. And honestly, honestly like the last okay, so I I'm getting a little in the weeds and stuff of my stuff that's and okay. I know we need to get we need to get into our thing <laughs> I was like, here in a I said we haven't gotten to the main topic yet, but we're all We haven't got to the main topic, but I'm really I'm digging this. I'll come back and talk about my creatures or whatever, you know, but <laughs> um but you 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 spend so much time on these things so. Uh but but uh the the thing about um, I, th there's just something about even if it is you like a, oh I was uh, okay I remember what I was saying now the High Republic Jedi mm -hmm. are some of the most emotionally and spiritually mature people I've ever read like they're the most emotionally spiritually pure of the Jedi and honestly they say stuff and it makes me apply it to because I grew up in church as well right sure. I was going to be like a um, I was working in churches and stuff like that. Not that I'm not religious or anything anymore. Just with COVID and everything, it's all been kind of like every everyone's life's kind of everything's weird. This moment, it's all weird, right? You're trying to do your best and make sure that you're not causing more trouble than than needs to be caused. Yeah, that's been a big issue for me this year. But <laughs> um, to see someone, I see some of the things that they say in those Jedi books, and I'm like, I will, can apply that to mm -hmm. my life as oh, a yeah. spiritual plat, like a, a, a platitude or also just like a, a way to live your life. 
Um, it, it's a lot of great things of just like, you know, not live and let live, but just like, you know, stand up for the weak, you know, um, do, do good for everyone, but don't enable the people who are going to take your gift and do bad with it. That's legit. That's almost straight out of like, not to get too religious here where you guys are at church now. It's Sunday. You got <laughs> me and right. Nick. We're in church come, now. Come, come you know, on in. Well, you, you, you take like they rip. It's ripped straight from scripture, basically, right? Like an, of any scripture, honestly, because that's all any kind of really religious text is trying to do. And a good one, at least, is it's trying to show you here's how you need to treat people. If you treat people better, it's going to be a better place for us all. And I think I think that that is the, the crux of the lesson of Star Wars and, and what we all need to take from it. And... Um, you know, me and Scotty are weird, and so that's why Bombay Cast is so weird. The personalities really just took over, and you cannot – I'm going from one thing to the other, but just real that's quick. That's why we're here. Just real quick, um, it is odds and poops. That is the when we said that no lie is the best way I've ever heard to ex explain our show because we will go on big deep dive. We have audiobooks that we made, basically. We have audiobook length episodes called our bombad buildup if you want to go back and listen they're audio nice. only but like we have the bombad buildup back early it was like our buildup to rise of skywalker we had like john hoey and um uh, alice and uh laura from force toast and all those mm -hmm. coming on in and we need to have laura and alice on again because their episode we we bored them to tears so alice and laura <laughs> apologies you need to come on uh and we'll have a drink and huge, we'll talk huge shout time. out to the force toast ladies i love their show as well they're so oh great. man so much fun that's drinking star wars as well absolutely without a doubt oh without a but doubt anyway just yeah well and and what I love about this conversation and what we need to do is come back and do this again and get more into these parts that we've talked about because I do still want to get to what kind of our main event for the night is because you put some work into it. I put a little, I don't know if I call it work, but I put some, some I don't effort know if I call it work. I picked, I picked the most random ones that popped to mind because it is in no particular order. I will say that. Absolutely. I, it is well, numbered, here, but it's in no particular order. I just thought of, what are the weird ones that jump out to me that I absolutely love? So, well, we're going to jump in. I asked Jerry to give me his top seven Star Wars creatures. He says they're in no particular order, but I did have to number them. And so, what we're going to do is we're going to start in numerical order, uh, or not numerical order. I'm sorry. We're going to go from seven to one. Let Reverse me, me numerical. That. Yes, that's right. Let me get let me get that right. We're going to go from seven to one. So, whether one is his favorite or not, or his number one or not, doesn't immaterial. Doesn't matter. You, you guys know me. They're all my favorites. That's I love right. all my this, weird this, children. We're not picking favorite kids here. So. No, exactly. You know, you're a father. You know how it is. <laughs> you can't pick. You don't pick one over the other. You don't. Gosh, it's not the way it works. So it's cruel. I'm gonna throw number seven up here, and I'm gonna let Jar Jerry start telling us. Jari, Jari. You know, I'm becoming Jar Jar. Oh no. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you where that came from. My wife and I are rewatching Deadwood right now, and we're in season two. Ooh. And when the commissioner comes in, and his name is Commissioner Jari, like it, it's stuck in my head. We're we're in a weird in between. I'm gonna Deadwood have to watch it. Wars land. I'm gonna have to watch it, and then I will just call myself Jari for the rest of my That's life. That's right, probably. Commissioner Jari. So number seven, Jerry, stop. Top Star Wars creatures. It's the Tauntaun. Woo! Oh, look, Tauntaun. Right here. Oh, look. Look at oh, it. Here we go. This way. Oh, Got it. There. Tauntaun. 
It's okay. It's okay. okay. We're not going to cut. It's okay. It's okay. It's warm in here. It's warm in here. I won't (laughs) cut you open to keep warm out there. Okay. It's okay. We're inside. Tell tell us about the Tauntaun, please, sir, Jerry. I've kind of, okay. So the Tauntaun, I think, was the first creature I fell in love with besides like the Rancor, right? Because again, you know, I like, I was a big dinosaur kid. What kid isn't into dinosaurs, I think, when they're little? But like, I was like, my parents took me to like this. Uh, we went to visit some family in New Mexico and we went to like the natural history museum in Albuquerque and they had like these just huge, like dinosaur, the best I've ever seen, hugest dinosaur bones I've ever seen. Honestly, the only time I've ever seen dinosaur bones, um, that was very little. And they had like wax figures of like different flying dinosaurs up on the ceiling. Right. And I was naming each one of them. And stuff for the lady, and they were impressed. I can't do that now. That knowledge <laughs> has been replaced with tauntauns and That's other right. creatures <laughs> that are of non-realistic Consequence. nature. <laughs> yes, those are creatures that were created by us and not not extinct ones. Um, but you've got this lovely, lovely fur-covered goat dinosaur that just I, I've goat always loved it. Goat dinosaur, they ride them. They're they're like they're like T Rexes, but mountain goats. But also just like the sound that they make. I don't know. The sound they make is amazing. Um, I got to play a Tauntaun Keeper on uh, what is the name of the podcast? Um, uh, University of Coruscant. Actually, he got, I got to be the. Uh, I keep wanting to say unicorn. Because they're so they're so special and, and you know unique, but uh, the Tauntaun Keeper I got to play uh, in one of his episodes. So check that out. But <laughs> was filled with white sausage links. White sausage like a, links. It's like it's almost weirder. It's almost like what what <laughs> is that even? Um, but I oh man, okay, so good. So, I love it. Here's what I, I did. And I, okay, go ahead. What do we got? What we got? I was, no, was, was going to say, say I, I told you that I gave you a little tease of this before we got started, okay. but I didn't give okay. you all the details. Okay. Along with each of your seven creatures that you picked out for us, as I was Googling images of these seven creatures, after I found the image that I wanted to use for putting up on the screen, again, audio listeners, come check out the YouTube feed. Check this out. <laughs> um, you're going to miss some things. But after I found the image that I wanted, I jumped over to the Google Shopping tab. <laughs> And I decided, what is a collectible? What is some sort of thing that would correlate to each of these creature selections that we could use? So here's the one for the Tauntaun. Each of these are called the gift. I don't know. I guess maybe if you were to get this gift, it's the Tauntaun sleeping bag. Beautiful. I don't know if you've seen this before. Apparently, it's available on GameStop for like $150. (gasps) Is it still available? I thought that because they knew that was like a thing on Think Geek was still a thing, but then Mm -hmm. they. Mm -hmm. GameStop brought bought them, and then now all these guys on Reddit have bought GameStop. Um, so who knows what's going <laughs> on anymore? But I think I if you open if it up, it's. I think if you open it up, it's got the white yes, sausage ones. Yes, it? it does. And I don't oh! have a pic- I don't have a picture of it. I saved it and I forgot to put it up here. But yes, if you open oh. up the sleeping bag, it has the white sausage inside. It's, of it's it. like a it's like a print. It's not like a bunch of like <laughs> like stuffed weird gross or something. Yeah, yeah. But like, that would be this. That's horrifying. Opening up a sleeping bag and it's like the <laughs> it's, viscera of a tauntaun on the inside. Disgusting. It wouldn't be great. 
I remember one thing that I had scene to traumatized mention. me when I was a kid. It was it was not the best. Like he cut that it open is... and all those guts kind of just <laughs> whatever. Well, because yes, when you're thing. a little little kid, no, when you're a little little kid, you don't know what intestines look like. So you're not like, oh my gosh, is that what and I look like to on think, the inside? And then you had to think he's going to shove him inside of there. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, you know, but at least he got a cool, funny line. And well, I thought they smelled bad on the outside. On the outside. You got to do the couple of breaths. But, well and, delivered. Uh, well delivered. Thank you. But the one thing I did want to mention before we move on yes. is it reminds me of there was like a bad guy or monster on Scooby-Doo. Where are you? That was like <laughs> a giant Arctic dinosaur that was covered in fur. And it it's like a tauntaun. It, honestly, no. it's like a giant scary tauntaun who wants to eat talking dogs and hippies. So. <laughs> well, and as I look at this sleeping bag on here, the gentleman in the sleeping bag kind of resembles Tormund from Game of Thrones a little bit with the red beard and the long hair. So I could see some, you know, Hoth, Star Wars, Game of Thrones crossover there somewhere along there the you way. There go. Like, well, I'm sure I'm sure that in Game of Thrones, they've, you know, that that's that is how they make sleeping bags. Is they just cut open whatever creature is nearby and right. sleep. Chevy right? inside. It's the way to go. Yeah, yeah. All right. I always six. think that makes me think of the Revenant. That's the worst, most realistic one I've ever seen. Have you seen uh, that? But he like yes. gets out and he's like, Ugh. anyway, yeah. continue, continue. It's, it's, we don't it's need to continue crazy. on this. <laughs> no, we don't. That uh, movie's right, great. Number, number six, we have the Gundark. Woo! The classic Gundark. I'm not strong enough to uh, pull the ears off of one of these things. But, Neither uh, am I. But it's a key line from Empire Strikes Back after Luke is rescued, after he's been in his underwear in the back to tank, maybe right before <laughs> he gets right before he gets kissed by his sister, Han Solo tells him, You look strong enough to pull the ears off a of Gundark. And how many of us growing up thought, what does that look like? What does that mean? Well, guess what, friends? Yeah. Here's what that means. Both. Oh, wait, I went the wrong way. Ah! That's right. He's attacking Jerry. Easy, easy boy. Easy. Hey, you, audio um, listeners are going to hate this. I'm sorry. Audio listeners, probably, please well, check out the video. We, you know, everyone, we still call Bombad Cast. Like sometimes we're like, oh, podcast. I'm, we're starting to transition. We're a YouTube show now. Uh, you know, because we, we just love visual gags too much. But you got, look, look, one line from Star Wars spawns so much. And these guys are from like, a, or something um the clone wars is where i think they were heavily featured uh in a few episodes like they they land on vancor vancor or something a couple of times mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. the first season or whatever and it was just kind of a cool design because when you look at it uh you can't really see it on this one but it almost like walks like sabulba like on its like arms and stuff. Yes. It's got like these little arms mm -hmm. right here. And then some bigger ones down there that are legs, but also just not, it's really strange, but it's really, really cool. There it's but kind it's of a big cool design muscular, which gives you the idea that if you're strong enough to pull the ears off that thing, you know, it's like telling you're you, hey, you, you can pull the ears off, join the rock Johnson as Jerry. <laughs> you know, yeah, big deal. Like, you know, got, got some muscle guy. I can, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, you know, <laughs> I'm just now I'm just thinking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson just pounding me into like Tauntaun Viscera and stuff. That's right. So, well, uh, okay. Yeah. So we have a gift to go along with our Gundark. Okay. I love, I love gifts. It's a Gundark Ears t shirt. Oh, no I, I way. Like, 
I like the effort that they put into this for the top part of it to resemble a Star Wars logo, but fill it with yeah. all of the words that say strong enough to pull the ears off a of Gundark with a That's couple really of cool. dis- disembodied ears. Do, okay, and apparently do, this shirt is good for men, women, not men and women, men, women, men, women. It's for the men, women, you know, it's, it's, it's for okay. the men, women yeah. in your life, the men, women, the men, the men, women, um, men, women do, do Josh and Andy know that this exists? Cause I feel like this is like right up their alley. So we, Josh, we need to make, not we need to make sure this in that way. That needs to make it to because I'm sure we will see that on the next like Holocronicle stream. Well, and I think for the Holocronicles, it doesn't need to be a t shirt, it needs to be a print that they can frame and put on their wall. That's really their their lane. That's right. Frame the t shirt, you know, know? frame the t shirt. Why not? Jerseys, you can do it all kinds of stuff. Josh and Andy Um, are the best men women I know. (laughs) The men women you know. All right, let me get this off of here. Let's get us to number five. And I'm going to go ahead and say with number five, Gerald, my friend. I was unaware of the Rogwort. You caught me it's off guard of, with this one. It's a it's a deeper it's pull than obscure. I was prepared for. It's the most obscure one I picked, and I I kind of was like I've <laughs> honestly it's kind of a new find for me. Like I knew of it, and I've looked it up before, but I finally remember. Look, I mean, look at this thing. <laughs> look at it. It belongs in the movie Alien. I would, that's what I was about to say. Is it looks like it, it was like created by uh, like like it should be in a Ridley Scott film, right? Yes. Like who's the who's the concept artist who came up with the Alien? Fit like um, like uh, I'm trying to think of his name. I can't think of his mm-hmm. name. But this is see, this is how good we are at like being yeah. hosts. Well, and like you um, said, you got me in the light, so now I'm not going to think of it. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. No, neither one of us are. But uh, Geiger, 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 yeah, yeah, Geiger uh, was the one who made that famous design. And I mean, this thing is terrifying. This is actually, I think if I'm looking correctly, yes, this one is the pet of General Grievous. It is General Grievous's pet in the Clone Wars. If you remember the episode where they go to Grievous's lair, his his home, right? um, He sets this thing free. And it's got like armor, and it, it's almost like what in the world? HR guy, thank you HR so guy much, thank you so much, Michael. Um, but I remember like when I was doing a watch through this year, going like, "What is this thing's name again?" Because mm-hmm. I looked it up, but I keep forgetting. I'm like, I know it's a creature, but it just looks like <laughs> it looks like General Grievous. It does just look like, like it's if very General Grievous, Grievous multiple appendages. Yeah, it's like if Grievous sure. was a dinosaur. Yeah. yeah, it makes perfect sense. But it like it almost looks it's one of those things where it looks almost too horrifying to even be in Star Wars. But that's what I love about Star Wars. Just about anything could fit in there. You can make it work. But uh, also mentioned Lady Proxima earlier. That's a big that's like a weird, bigger version of the Dianoga from the Death Star. Like that big thing popped up out of the water. Like, let's just make it bigger and talk. That's fine. Yeah. And I don't even get me started on how much I, I I think that uh People hate her for no reason. I'm just saying that's a great character design. I'm sorry. I love Absolutely. the voice and every. I love the voice and everything. I'm sorry. Some I'm totally some of them have you. to speak basic. <laughs> some of them speak the same language as Han Solo, and it's okay, right? <laughs> Isn't it okay? So there's also I looked. Apparently, there is one in like the first uh, run of the Star Wars Marvel comics that came out right after like 2015 when Disney bought okay. or. Uh, there's one, it's uh, a <clears throat> Luke is like captured 
by um, I forget the name of the hut that's in there. It's like the big buff hut who like he's looking for Jedi artifacts. He loves lightsabers and stuff. Right. He's actually got like robot spider legs or something to carry him around. He's more of like a he's he's more he gets around more than Jabba and the other huts. But he makes him fight a rugwort in like the he's it's like I think it's on the smuggler's moon on when they're on Narshada. They put Luke into an arena and they release a rugwort and stuff. Right. And so what I love about this thing is this thing's name is Gore. Okay. <laughs> and to hear like when <laughs> before Grievous. This is what I love about his general Grievous, this bad guy, walks into his house before he knows Jedi, and there's like gore, gore. Like, <laughs> if you've seen that episode, walk is like calling for his dog, a gore. Yep. Gore. He's Here, calling gore. him too. He's going to like throw like a giant tennis ball or something or like a Gungan's head or whatever, you know, for him to chase down. Like, it's just, I love that that's, that's how weird, it's one of those weird things that's like, it's he a put good all weird. this weird armor. He put all this weird armor, but it's his pet. But it looks like a, a T Rex and it's like a dog the queen from. It looks like yeah. It looks like <laughs> the queen from Alien and the T Rex from Jurassic Park had a love child. Terrifying, terrifying love child. Terrifying. And love child. <clears throat> well, I, I just I love it so much. <laughs> okay, well, I don't want this to to break your heart or throw you off, but when I hit the shopping tab. <laughs> And I I, thought, this was is, the one I was I was interested about. <laughs> what is what is the Rogwort gift going to be? Your search Rogwort did not match any shopping results. <laughs> it's a, so, it's a crime. It's a travesty. No gifts. But here's the thing: it's a it's a seller's market, Jerry. You could mar start creating all the Rogwort gifts oh, and merchandise you want. My to. My goodness, this is going to be your. My pillow, my geode. It's your Rogwort. <laughs> this is going to be the Jerry My Rogwort gift. Whatever this one won't it, whisper whatever your heart can make. <laughs> this one won't whisper QAnon conspiracy theories though while you sleep too. So I think we'll be fine. But um, totally fine. Oh man, I want to make now. I want to make a Rogwort pillow, like a gore There's pillow, <laughs> just like his face, like <laughs> or or like a body pillow, like the people shaped like body pillows but it's rockport sized and you get to like snuggle it with like it. a bunch of weird tentacle thingies on <laughs> we, it and stuff like you really know how many people do you know how many people online in our twitter space <laughs> would probably love that thing three. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I'm say three. Well, but tori fox online who we've had on the show recently mm -hmm. she makes like she runs creature cartel and stuff she's into just as much weird stuff as me and scotty are oh, yeah. and i think that she would and honestly Tori, if you hear or see any of this, I might <laughs> at you on Twitter. Please make a rog, some rogwort stuff because uh -oh. I will Here. love you forever. Here we go. Oh, well, that's Whoa, Monster! <laughs> All right, this is what I was coming for, Seth. Oh, you could become Jerry the Rogwort Junkie. <laughs> <laughs> I just changed my G the the my pillow guy hugging geode. I just actually put my head on him today because I think it freaked people out with all that he's he was too it was too soon. I was trying to be like very like, you know, I'm in the hip, I'm hip, I'm in the now. And I think people were like saying like stuff like like Raven was like, I'll save you geode and stuff like that. Uh, so I had to switch and put my face on it. So people were like, guys, it's okay. It's me hugging Geode now. It's okay. Totally Jerry. Okay. All right. Well, let's keep going. Let's get to number four. Number four is a great one. 
Number four is a classic. I didn't know what number four was. Crate Dragon, baby. Crate Dragon. Crate Dragon experiencing a little bit of a renaissance, if we will, with The Mandalorian Season 2. The best. Um, the best renaissance. Such a good re- And I want to bring up, I've got two images for this before we get to the gift, which is also awesome. Um, the first one, because I am a sucker for concept anything, production anything, how does it get made anything. Oh, yeah. There, it, there is a Ralph McQuarrie Crate Dragon concept art. Ooh, um, I think I've seen this. Yes, I forgot to take out the background, so we don't get to be in this picture. But that's fine because that's okay because they a, don't need to see us. They don't need to. That's see right. Us. This they is way better. This. Here's what's amazing about this: you get the dragon, but you've essentially got in the concept version what I think is Luke and Obi Wan. Yeah. In an early that early confrontation when we see them in Star Wars, when Obi Wan comes to rescue Luke after he's been attacked, that whole deal. You know, these two guys in the foreground, I think, are the two of them. But, like, this is a very, to me, without wings, this is a very traditional dragon kind of feel. Yeah. You know, we don't know what a space dragon looks like. <laughs> um, I like this. So, I like it. Yeah, it's good. So, we have that. But then what we also have is the more, and, you know, not well cropped. There wasn't a background to remove. In fact... Canva told me there's no background here. So it's us. <laughs> we're, 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 lean, lean out a little bit. You'll be fine. Yeah, we'll go like this. Like but this is essentially through. the concept art for the Crate Dragon that we got in Mandalorian Season 2 in the Marshall. In fact, that little jet streak that you see there is the Mando flying away. Um, but the Crate Dragon for us, and especially for anybody who was early Star Wars OT, that was that big skeleton in the desert when Obi Wan right. I mean when three PO and R2 leave in the escape pod, get down there, like that was that thing in the background. That was that big, what the hell is this? Like, you know, it was right. setting a stage. And like so many things in Star Wars, they get a story 20, 30 years down the road. It gets to be fleshed out. You have a certain point of view book. You have any number of other things that create a story for these other things. Um Crate Dragon's amazing. I just tell me, this is your list. What do you got for Crate well, Dragon? I just, I mean, they've always been, you know, it's always been something like Crate Dragon's kind of a cool reference to know and stuff, right? Because you're like, oh, those bones in the desert when, you know, when C3PO, like you're saying, like, that's a cool thing. Like, oh, that's a Crate Dragon. But there was so much to love for me. There's so much that I love about the first episode of season two of Mando. With, for one thing, the book character Cobb Vanth yes. coming back, the, yes. the it started to go like it started to go. Yes, everything does matter, which is for me a self-proclaimed canon junkie, the best, right? Okay, and you've got this gloriously weird and like <laughs> it that that episode was like I'm I, I'm thinking it had notes of Deadwood for you. We're gonna mm-hmm. be we're gonna be oh, absolutely connoisseurs. So it was the most Western of any of the episodes so far for one thing. I actually really love the feel of like a good Western. Okay. You put that in Star Wars. Star Wars is Western. Star Wars is pirates. Star Wars is it's, it's everything. It's samurai. It's all of that. Um, You had that on top of like with like vibes from tremors, Mm -hmm. which was a big thing. Like I remember watching that on the sci-fi channel that came on the sci-fi channel, like every weekend when I was a kid, 
right? Like some form of trimmers. So I was watching the, the you know, the movie trimmers and all that. But just to have it also, it, it spews acid. It's so weird. It, 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 it had vibes of like the Zillow Beast, which I wasn't a big fan of back when it first came out. But I like this. I like this a lot. And have you seen the concept art for that? No, I haven't. There is or concept have, art. Uh, well, have you seen, um, I think it was on, I'm trying to think where I saw it. I think it was on the uh, gallery episode. The okay. only one that they did for this season. It has feet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did say that. You're They're right, just, yeah. But, like, it's way down. And I'm like, just that they thought it out that much where they have this whole thing. But we're mm -hmm. only seeing such a small portion of it, which made it feel. And, of course, you've got that trick where they went from, like, white. Now we're in IMAX, even yes. though you're watching it on your TV. <laughs> that was, it made it go. You, you, you don't even notice. You just go, holy crap, that thing's huge. And it made it feel bigger and more insurmountable that you, we never saw the whole thing. And that's like classic filmmaking to me. That's like back in the day, you know, like Jaws, you're supposed to see the shark more, right? Right. But you didn't see like the shark wouldn't work. So they didn't have it in there. And now that, that movie still works to this day because you only see the mechanical shark like to, at the end. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that it, it's, there's something about like just that way of filmmaking where make it mysterious and the more the less you show of it but like i mean they show a lot of this thing but we don't see its full body and stuff and we don't see the feet and all that they're talking about we get to see its innards which you know yes. <laughs> a little more it's a little more gory than the uh, sausage links a little goopy <laughs> little goopy big old chunk that big old chunk made me hungry though whenever they're like roasting it <laughs> over the pod racer engine yes so i bet that tastes really good yeah um, totally good yeah but but just Everything that about that episode, everything they brought about this crate dragon from what we'd heard before, but also how much new they put into it to make it a new thing, to make it fresh, to make it something that you'd never seen before in Star Wars, right. but that makes sense that it's there, that it was living in a, in an old Sarlacc pit. I'm like, mm -hmm. well, what, you can't, that's impossible. And not if you eat the Sarlacc, it's, you know, just correct. Well, and it has such great. Uh, for me, it has such great connection because for me who grew up with the original trilogy as like my original early Star Wars, early whatever, you have that scene. Luke's been attacked by the Tusken Raiders. He's unconscious. They're coming for more. And Obi-Wan comes out of nowhere and he makes this weird noise. And as a kid, I had no idea what was going on other than there was this weird siren-y kind of noise and they all freaked out and left. Yeah. And it wasn't until I got old enough at some point where you read something that told you he was making the noise of a crate dragon, which scared off the Tuscan Raiders. Right. And like, it's so deep and you had to dig and mine for what is going on <laughs> and these layers to then go, okay, a crate dragon. And then like, well, so what does that mean? Oh, that must've been the skeleton. It's like, it just, it unpacks over gosh, 42 years now of, you know, there's so much that it that's keeps a, giving. Yeah. Star Wars is the gift that keeps on giving because it's it's so deep. And that's what you don't have to put those layers in. But that they and people kind of like say, oh, well, like they'll say like the new stuff. They go back and they fix things after the fact. That's been Star Wars the whole time. They yeah. didn't have these books written out when the movies were made. That's just Correct. people flesh this stuff out. And that's what's so cool about it is it feels so lived in. It feels so real. 
because you can just dig and dig and dig and you never reach the bottom. Right. It's just, it's, <laughs> it's a little maddening, but it's, and you know, as long as you don't lose yourself, it's fun. <laughs> That's right. Or become angry at the world. Either one. Um, if you become but, angry about physics and Star Wars, I don't know how to help you, son. I'm sorry. I, we we're, just, we're, we got to move on. But speaking of the gift that keeps on giving, here's our crate gift. Ooh. This purportedly on the internet, you can buy a section of that bone that was in Star Wars in 1977 in the desert. Uh, somebody, in theory, chipped that prop into little bitty bits and you can get it framed with a picture yes. and a little bit of a bone. Um, one of my children is obsessed with the Titanic and apparently there's things going around like this where you can buy like a, a tiny sliver of coal that supposedly was in. Oh, I'm not sure, I'm, not sure cool. I'm buying all that, but so your crate get crate dragon gift that you could get for yourself is a little piece of that bone statue, whatever it is um, from the internet. It's it's there. It's the internet. That's so you can beautiful. Get whatever you want. Scotty, my buddy Scotty actually got this. Does um, Scotty have this? Scotty oh. has this and a piece of no lie. They have one that's like a small sliver of one of uh, Steve Jobs sweaters and stuff. So he's got a piece of Steve Jobs sweater, and he's got. That's he fantastic. went kind of crazy. He was like, he's like, you guys are all getting something like this next year for the BTBD Christmas thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, that's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. Excellent. Okay. We've got three more. We're going to keep this moving. We got to power cat, through. I know I'm a talker. Luthcat, Tuka, Luthcat or Tuka Cat. And if we, if we don't know, I mean, this is where it's at. Right there. This guy. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Try to pet him like there. Oh, he's a good kitty. You want some belly rubs? You want some? I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop. <laughs> this is what's taking so long. That's okay. It's totally cool. <laughs> Loath cat, Tuka cat. So here's my question because I know okay. that when we first saw this in season one of the Mandalorian on the episode, when he meets Cara Dune, there's one in the sanctuary plane. I think that's the episode sanctuary. There's yeah, one, you know, whatever. And everybody's like, Holy crap, Loath cat. And we had a bunch of people like us on the internet. We're like, actually that's not a Tuka cat. It's not a Loath cat. Yeah, Are Loath cats specific to Lothal? Not necessarily. I mean, Tuka cats kind of are all throughout. They're like two different breeds because Tukas were in Clone Wars, right? They're a little more purplish gray. Okay. And then you've got these, which are, you know, just kind of more cat-like, kind of like right. more earthy looking. Um, I honestly think they're because we see more Tukas or Loth cats mm -hmm. uh, in season two of The Mandalorian, the episode with That's Ahsoka. Right. When yes. they're in the, which is great because they're like, it's like the cats in like mm -hmm. the, Okay. I like cats and dogs. I'm both. I'm a both person. But for a while, uh, whenever I first got married, um, we have we had a uh, and he's still he's still alive, just not yeah. with me currently. But we had sure. like a, you guys have probably seen him on the Bombad cast on a live stream. Sometimes Jack would like pop up and everything. I absolutely love cats. It's the first cat I've gotten to live with. My dad was allergic, and he was like. I mean, he was like my buddy. He'd come up and get in your lap. He wanted the attention. That's the thing is that people always think like cats don't care to the, to an extent they don't until they do. Then they're like, please give me some attention. I love you Correct. so much. You're the best thing in my life. And <laughs> that vibe of just like kind of being like chill, but also like, Hey, what's up, man? You know, you'll give me some cuddles. Cool. Cool. Hey, cool, cool. Um, I want, I, I actually, I want to get it. I, I was this close the other day to, um, 
adopting a cat. Now, I am going to adopt a cat eventually. Um, I got to get a new place and all that first. But I want to name it Tuca, I think. Nice. Or something I like, like that. that. Because totally I'm just, works. I'm like, I'm like, that's just, I, I, I want something like that. Just like a, a, a beautiful creature uh, who just, I don't know, just, I, I love loth cats. I just love loth cats. If I were totally in Star Wars, that's, that's the pet well, I would own. To me, it added such a great element. For me, Lothcats are rebels because you have Ezra, you have the time right. on Lothal. You know, they, were, they really spent a lot of time in the storytelling developing the force connection to nature. Lothcats, yes. um, the spiders, I forget what they're called. They weren't the same spiders, you know, when they were on whatever it was. The Pergill, like all of those, like that's a whole aspect of the force is to be able to communicate with nature, communicate with, you know, wildlife and all that stuff. So to me, that's where, you know, Lothcats, you know, really hit their stride. And then to see it in Mandalorian was like, oh yeah, I know what that is. Um, we have a gift. We do have a gift. Um, this might be the one that I've seen. What? This is, oh, I believe the creature thing, right? This is a galaxy's edge something. It's basically a stuffed Lothcat that can stand up. <sighs> it has a little, cardboard looking crate um probably that it was shipped in Cricknas. that was the spider um that i couldn't come up with the name i was about to say i was a cricknax or Cricknas. yeah thank you for him yes um so this is our gift it's a lothcat you know stuffed animal stuffed creature it's got a little box you go and my kids would eat this up because we have more stuffed animals than we know what to do with um such is the nature of having kids uh number two is what it is we're coming in. We're circling in on the good stuff. Oh, yes, baby. Porgs. Oh, baby. Woo! Porgs, yes, the man. gift that we didn't know we were going to need or get. There he is. Oh, look at you. Look at you. Look at you. I mean, look at Sorry. that face. I I remember seeing the, like, whenever the concept art leaked, and it was kind of, like, really cartoony, like, three Porgs stacked on top of each other. They looked like little snowmen. Yes. With wings. And I was like, wait, what? Before <laughs> This is before Last Jedi came out. I was like, what is that? Seeing them in Last Jedi, I absolutely love these things. And I love that in canon, they are technically, there's that family of Porgs that gets onto the Falcon is still on the Falcon. Yes. Like that's part of it. The Galaxy's Edge, uh, which I, I plan on getting after I after I sell my house, get a new house, get all my money I'm going to be getting. I'm, I'm going to be coming into a little bit of a good chunk of change here pretty soon. The one thing I'm going to do for myself besides get a place to live in, which, you know, <laughs> that's a necessity. The one frivolous but, thing I want to do is get that galaxy's edge. Um, uh, 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 the Falcon millennium Falcon. Cause yeah. it comes with like, you have like, you, you come, it comes with an armload of Porgs. Porgs. For it Chewbacca. A bunch of Porgs. Yes, it it comes with an armload. And I, I love that to no end and I want it so bad, but I just, I, Porgs were just, they came around at the perfect time. I had just had my kid that year and stuff, you know, and like, so we got her a little Porg, a little Porg mama mm -hmm. that was like soft and it came with two of the little Porglet babies. They're just like basically balls with, you know, like fuzzy, fuzzy little like balls of Porg with like the <laughs> eyes and stuff. They look a little gross, but also cute at the same time, you know, Kind of like newborn chicks and stuff like that, but I don't know what it is about the porgs. They just like they kind of look like they look like seals, but also pugs. 
A little bit penguiny, a little bit pugs. Yep. With Puffin Rock is a is a fan. I don't know if you're familiar with this with your kids. Puffin Rock on Netflix is a great mm-hmm. kid show that's very relaxing. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me of that. It's it takes place in Ireland on one of those type of islands nice. with with puffins and stuff like that. That's and that's fantastic. why they created the porgs, right? Is to they had to think of something because there were so many puffins because they were the puffins hanging out. That's right. Excellent. Well, this this gift this might be the gift that you need in your life. Oh, buddy, let's see. There's a chewy. It's a hat, and it's got chewy holding I some see. porgs in his lap. With oh. some sort of Japanese or like it's kind of got this anime vibe. Um, I think this is it's also like a, a little GameStop bit of that, that old like Oriental kind of like uh, like Eastern like looking like art style or something. Yes, like it would be painted absolutely. on like a, a one of those partitions or something. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's right. Beautiful. Chewy with a pork in his lap on a trucker hat. Who doesn't need that? I mean. Come on, let's not get. I mean, I've had trucker hats since since college, so I should. It's probably right. about time. To one. <laughs> Way back in the day. All right. Well, here we are. We're at number one, Jerry. The big deal. The big. The big, the big one. deal. In no particular order. It's the Nexu. The Nexu. And here we go. Speaking of things that kind of might terrify you, boom. Ah! This guy. <laughs> in fact, he's got his butt in your face. <laughs> I know, like, oh, no, no, oh, oh, like, I'm going the wrong way. No, 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 no. Yeah, you're um, right in there. The next suit, right. Attack of the Clones, in the arena, the big battle, the big showdown. We have, and I'm going to I'm gonna put you on the spot. We're going to hit quick on, okay. unplanned trivia. It was a oh. Nexu. What were the other two? Oh, Ackley and uh, Reek. There it is. That's right. Nexu, Ackley, and the Reek. Cannon Junkie, the title remains. I almost, I almost chose because, like, when, when, okay, when Attack of the Clones came out, I was obsessed with these three creatures, right? Because we didn't really get, we got a few, we got some good, like, we got the Sando Aqua Monster and the fish, the, the all the fish in the first one. Then we got these things in the 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 thing. I I love. This is the one that doesn't get as much love. I feel like because not only is it a terrifying creature, it is also a terrific fashion designer in that it like creates um padme's midriff look that's and right stuff so good for her good for that's her right. um, a little editing on that outfit <laughs> yeah yeah but like it's like a, a tiger meets like a it, with like the mouth of like a it's got like a, a i don't know it's like a lizard tiger with rat tail um <laughs> it's got four if it's like four eyes right it's a little insectoid yeah and it's, it's a little bit of everything all it's it's it is okay do you have did you watch any um lovecraft country the mm-hmm. show that just came on okay mm-hmm. remember the things that are in there the burrowing like uh weird yes. like the the, sh- <laughs> the shoggoths which yeah. if you any lovecraftian creature this is a lovecraftian creature right here um it is something that is un-understandable. It is like a, it's a chimera of the worst sort. And I love it so much. <laughs> it's good. It really is good. And it, like you said, and from a design standpoint, it almost feels like whatever day, whoever designed and had the final say in this was like, let's throw in some extra eyes, split the tail, you know, give it like, just yeah. throw some stuff in there. Like, we're just going for it. It doesn't matter. Doug Chang was just like, D- Doug Chang had like a five-hour energy that day. 
It was like, yeah. whoa, we're going to do all this here. I don't know why. Going I for the whole thing. All right. Well, we have your Nexu gift. And I'm hoping that as, as a canon junkie, as a prequel guy, either you or Scotty, either one already have this. I do not. There is a Nexu toy oh. that exists in See, one of those one of those early lines, prequel lines. This is the it is the um Attack of the Clones line. And I wanted all of these. I just never like I couldn't talk my parents into getting them at the time because I was still under there. I didn't have a job or anything. <laughs> um those are the ones I didn't get because I, they had the reek with mm-hmm. uh Anakin. Yes. Oh man. And I had like after the after the um special editions came out, they came out with like the job of the hut that's like you know the hairline. Um, mm-hmm. they came out with the, the Ronto, which I own, um, the Tauntaun, the, the, uh, was it the, uh, the, the Rancor, all that stuff. I have all of those, uh, the do back and all that, that came out for that. I do not have these and I need to rectify that. I'm just now getting back That's into right. my, I'm getting back into a phase where I'm like, I kind of want to go back and collect those things now. That I don't have well, them, right? Like that's I. We, oh. we we know thanks to Twitter that Andy was over cleaning out Josh's garage and stores of extra things the other weekend. You may need to hit up your friend Andy. He's hanging out in, in Washington, Nexus. waiting for you. <laughs> if you have any Nexus, I mean, I'll meet you halfway in like uh, <laughs> Missouri or something. Maybe it's close. Somewhere. Maybe something closer. Somewhere around there. Whatever you can do. Oh, wow. That's what a list. Beautiful. What a list. That was a amazing seven list. Top seven creatures. You. Like you said, no specific order. It doesn't have to be a specific order. It's all great. There's so many creatures that you could have gone with. There's so They're many all things. weird, too. But it's your list. I love. And, and weird is fine. There's nothing wrong with oh, weird. I love weird. Heck no. Weird Weird is my wheelhouse. Um, <laughs> weird which is I think how we everyone get down. knows. Weird is, weird hey, is how we get down. Best way to be, man. Absolutely. Well, we're at an hour and a half, which is amazing. We've gone well, well beyond the normal line and I'm fine with it. I want to thank and shout out our live chat. I want to thank our folks that are still hanging out. We've still got viewers talking to us, hanging out. Thank y'all so much for being here tonight. If you're listening to the audio podcast and you've gotten through the entire hour, hour and a half, you deserve a treat. Treat yourself. Go get a blizzard from Dairy Queen. Welcome. But make yourself some Jerry juice, whatever you need to do. <laughs> um, Jerry, we're wrapping up. We're closing in on the end. I can't thank you enough for being here. I want you to do oh, some man. plugs. Talk about Bombcat, Bombad Cast, what you guys have coming up soon, if you have anything to tease. Also, okay. if we're talking about teases, not two hours ago, there was a new little something that popped up <laughs> on the internet. Talk about, talk about whatever you want. Talk about where okay. everybody can find you. Well, you, you can find me uh, on Twitter at the Canon Junkie and stuff, which I haven't. Gosh, we haven't done plugs. We haven't plugged our social media in so long in the Bombadcast. It's ridiculous. But if you want to, if you like the weird ramblings you heard tonight, if you're a listener of Podcast of the Wills and you've not heard me and you're like, I'm okay that this guy talked for an hour and a half, I, you know, come find me. But yeah, at the Canon Junkie. Um, and also. Uh, Bombadcast, we do live shows now. This is going to be our 
we, we just started like midway through January, I think. So I think we're coming up on four or five live episodes, <clears throat> which is not what we were doing. But now, you know, we did that because we thought it was time. And, you know, now Beyond the Blast Doors is kind of like the only network with like five. Every weeknight, there's a live show going on sometime, like in the evening. And that is just a fun time. So come hang out with us there. Um, but you can find us, you can follow that us at Bombadcast. You can find us on all your podcast uh, bits and bobs. And you can also, um, yes, I said bits and bobs. And you can uh, just, I mean, honestly, find us on find us on the Beyond the Blast Doors Network because we we truly do a lot of visual gags and stuff like that. And so we're, we are more YouTube show than podcast now. But, but if you, okay. So something that kind of came out of today, I've wanted to do this for a while now, especially since WandaVision started, I've been wanting to talk about Marvel type of stuff. And I finally just like, I put something out there today and had a little, a lot of people going like, yeah, I'd listen, I'd listen. And um, all today I <laughs> came up with a name, made a graphic and recorded just some random bit of nonsense as a trailer. And so you can go right now. I believe it's just on Spotify. It said it's getting approved for the other things still. Uh, but Spotify, they, they'll just roll with whatever because they're madmen. But um, <laughs> but you can right now check out on Spotify my trailer for uh, the Cosmic Cube cast, which is going to be my um, – did I even say that right? It's such a new show. I don't you even – like Literally, this is the first day it's even existed, and I'm like <laughs> – I, I made that trailer to basically double down and say, okay, now I have to do something because it's out there. Otherwise, people are going to hate me. Okay. Um, but no, go check it out. I'm I'm not entirely sure when the first episode is going to drop yet, but look for it by the end of February. And I believe we're, I'm going to go um, – and it is just me right now. Uh, I am going to go biweekly. So, and I'm going to go – the that means the every other week version of bi-weekly not the two episodes a week <laughs> um whichever one you want to say but uh my i will i can't say my first guests on there are going to be uh arzu amin and scotty jero we're going to be talking about oh, yeah. this golden we're going to be gushing about this golden age we live in that we never thought we would live in where we have these television shows on streaming connecting to the films in such a big way in such a profound way um, so cool. come hang out so with fun. us there and yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, oh, and also, I, mean, I have to plug this real quick. Not this week, but next Thursday, the next Thursday after this coming Thursday, Bob Metcast, mm -hmm. we're going to have a producer of the uh, uh, Jim Henson show on Netflix, um, Earth to Ned, actually. Scott Stenholm is going to be on our show, and he actually was the producer for the Star Wars episode of Earth to Ned. And the episode with a Miss Gina Carano, which isn't all our favorite anymore, but we, she's okay. She's okay. <laughs> but um, seriously, go check out Earth to Ned if you're a Jim Henson fan. It, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's so funny. It's so good. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So that's coming up pretty soon, and we've got another. If I can, if I can nail him down, we've got another guy who I'm really excited. And I, if you know who he is, I think you'll be excited as well. Um, but I can't, that's all I can say right now because I don't want to get everyone's hopes up. Good, so, good tea. Good tea. I like it. I like Thank it. A little you. bit of sizzle. Keep them wanting more. 
Jerry, this has been so much fun. We could go for another hour and a half, but I know that I've got people inside my house that want me to show up. You want to get to bed. We've got things to get, you know, yes, life, yes, life yes. continues by tomorrow. People, by people you want to show, you want to show, who want you to show up, it's your family. So That's I will right. indeed let you go, sir, to be with your family. But thank you for but, letting me oh hold you hostage on your own show. Oh. It's it's my pleasure. I'm so glad to have you. We'll definitely have you back. In fact, I'm going to have Scotty on at some point. And then as we talked about last week, I'm going to have both of you on and we're going to just go crazy. The oh, three man. of us, like I've got, that's two more shut shows. down on YouTube. So, and like <laughs> We're going to shut down here, shut down there, shut down everywhere. Um, I want to say thanks to all of our listeners. Thanks to those that tuned in tonight. Uh, another shout out to Framie. Frank, I'm glad you're feeling better. We're so glad so you're glad. you know, up and moving you again. Um, if y'all are listening, check us out. Um, you can find us on Twitter at Will's Pod. We would love for you to engage with us on Twitter. Links to the podcast on Anchor. Leave us a message. I kind of keep trying to push people to leave us a message on Anchor. We could mix that into the show somewhere. Um, but thank you for hanging out. I hope y'all have a great week. There's lots coming up, lots going on in life. And until we meet up again, may the force be with you always. <laughs>